listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. They have split their content of simpering, holding their lips this and that way, winding the lines between their brows. Old folks allow their bellies to jiggle like slow tambourines. The hollers rise up and spill over any way they want. When old folks laugh, they free the world. They turn slowly, slyly knowing the best and the worst of remembering. Saliva glistens in the corner of their mouths. Their heads wobble on brittle necks, but their laps are filled with memories. When old folks laugh, they consider the promise of dear painless death and generously forgive life for happening to them. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we in the hizzy. We are. Mm-hmm. On a Saturday. I don't know why, but I know I told you to turn it down, but now you sound real low. Now I sound too low. All right, yes, hold on. I'm hold sorry. Up. Uh, hold on. <laughs> oh, we man. got new. We got new mixer, y'all. I'm sorry. Is that better or no? Okay. Oh wait, what was yours? Yours is here. Is this better? That's good. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, I can, I can deal with that. All right, cool. We'll see what we can do. I'll uh, make this work. Uh, anyway, man, you can find this show on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, search the Blackout Tips, leave us five star reviews, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. As long as they're nice, we will read them on the show. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast uh, is brought to you by listeners like you. That's right we can go you can donate to the show and uh just go to the blackoutist.com on the right hand side there's a little light recurring donator option thing you can use that right there uh you can also do stuff like vote in the polls leave comments email us the black guy tips at gmail.com uh you can uh also uh leave voice messages as long as they're two minutes or less 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 um and for the people that donated we like to give you a shout out right now we do i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day today's a new day to get some new pay shout out to marcus e we appreciate you marcus Deidre h we appreciate you Deidre. thank you mm-hmm. calvin i hope that mcdonald's is working out we appreciate you calvin Me too. gerard l thank you gerard we appreciate you courtney reed oh okay. wait courtney r sorry courtney r thank you, thank you terry w <laughs> jason l joe o appreciate you joe mm-hmm. tyrone m thank you tyrone yes uh and that's actually supposed to be in a different box so let me put that in there real quick that is my fault uh let's see asia d oh yes asia d mm-hmm. alexander m thank you thank you jasmine a appreciate your jazz yes jason j thank you mm-hmm. waste bees by sura uh eric m uh straight up from uh Fayetteville state so attitude i mean wait yeah attitude check Bronco Pride. That's right. You know. Michael I appreciate you. Damien R appreciate you, Damien. Stefan H. Thank you, Stefan. Mm-hmm. Rachel H. Appreciate you. Hey, Rachel. Michael A. I mean, Mary H. No relation. But thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
Omot A, thank you, Omot. Uh, why does this keep showing me Joe's over and over? But Joe, thank you for again. We got a new one from Deborah. Deborah O, thank you, Deborah. Welcome to the new members class. Thank you. Go meet Conrad, the official recurring first time donator, and uh, he'll he'll guide you through the moments. Janine R, thank you, Janine. Right. Anna L, thank you. Mr. Span from the Span Report uh, from the Span Report podcast. Thank you. Andy S, thank you, Andy. Corey B, appreciate you, Corey. Jonathan H, man, it's a lot of these. Yes, I'm here for it. Uh, who else? Got a one-time donation from uh, Ennis, who I've been pronouncing his name wrong all this time. He yeah. left, I know because he left me a note. He said, regarding episode 1606, Ennis does not rhyme with penis. <laughs> Ennis does not rhyme with penis. Love you both. Your podcast makes me rhyme, laugh more each week. Uh, and to have both... Uh, uh, to have both your humor and soul is a treasure. But Rod, I should have clarified. I apologize. Ennis does Ennis does not ride with penis. Uh, Ennis Cole rides with menace pole. Oh, so it's Ennis. All right. Speaking of annoying genitalia. Okay. <laughs> yeah, menace pole. Uh, okay, I'm done. You two are great. Thanks for the laughter and thought prov- provocation. Okay. Thank you. And that's everybody. Now Thank we you so know. Much. Play me out, Kurt. Speaking of somebody that can't handle his menace pole, you know. Ah! You waiting? Yeah. And why you praying? Look in the mirror. Always remember. Almost gave up. I can't explain. Holy Ghost power, y'all. All right, all right let's get into um now it looks like my mic is low huh okay okay i don't turn this up turn this up all right i think that's a that little bit fixed it i hope so are you looking at the house recording yeah i was just looking yeah i guess it is low hmm. i know you did use skype so i don't know if it adjusts remember every oh time shit you remember every time you use skype yeah. it fucks up the recording oh well all right well you can hear me right Mm-hmm. all right we, we'll be fine all right let's uh get into um your reviews guys left us five star reviews and want to read them thank you guys um so we got one from um let's see last week uh i guess we didn't read it last week because it was the itunes was messing up but okay. it's uh mys chinks so i guess miss chinks or mrs chinks uh and it says the and the unofficial sport five stars it's bullet ball i love the way kara says bullet ball love you guys thank, thank you. you thank you we love you appreciate it uh this one's from thomas from baltimore it says top five podcast all time five stars mm-hmm. and that's the that's the message and the title thank you thank you we appreciate it i'll take that there's some great podcasts out there mm-hmm. and it's an honor to be mentioned with any of them yes it is uh angie rules uh says you need this five stars uh this review is long overdue but better late than never this is the podcast i make time for no matter what is going on in my life rise puns and karen laugh make the terrible news of today's world easier to listen to even if it's not easier to live with thank you for everything you do mm-hmm. thank you yeah it's hard to live with these these stories right i mean they are real and they affect people you know but we try to find our laughter where we can right uh and yeah thank you for the five star reviews on itunes we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that 
uh and then we got one on stitcher uh we're getting up there we got 319 reviews on stitcher so y'all are doing a great job thank you for leaving these reviews uh quillette says five four days ago she put five stars number one podcast hello rod and karen i just want you to know how much i look forward to your insight on the latest news you guys are refreshing and the jokes are everything thank you thank you baby we try you know i know we try uh it's you know it's difficult sometimes making this shit funny and takes a toll on you you go through different things in your personal life and all this stuff but uh you know i'm happy that we're able to uh to continue to do what we do and to bring a little bit of laughter to people you know i know our lane is not you know like certain shit but we can always find a way to to have some fun you know not gonna let these people take our joy away yes i'm uh and also for me i'm just glad y'all stick around for my terrible puns because my pun game is bad and y'all encourage me so uh i will keep on doing these badass terrible puns uh before we get into the um comments on the website uh i did want to bring up that we had uh we got written about it in a couple places this week yeah i'll try to remember to include these in the show notes um if you guys want to click on it and see it yourself as always when we read something that someone wrote about us i do encourage you guys to go there leave a comment let them know you like it thumbs up thumbs down something like that um all right i'm not 100 how to pronounce her last name and i don't want to mess it up so i'm just gonna say ethel m uh but it's a very long name uh and i just know i'm gonna fuck it up so and i'm so sorry but i thank you for writing about us this is um the dm online and is called weekly podcast playlist black voices um and she said today is the first uh day of february which is black history month so this week's podcast honoring black voices and the contributions and achievements black people have made to podcasting and public radio the following podcast discuss everything from music and culture of the african diaspora uh, uh to the american justice system so grab some headphones and give them a listen and um she had uh four different ones one was another round with heaven and tracy um mm. which is an amazing podcast it i think is. most of y'all probably heard that before um stated a uh reunion which is one i had not heard before um might check that out and afro pop worldwide which is another one that i hadn't heard mm. um so um but then this is what she wrote about us the blackout tips this show offers a more comedic perspective on things Ryder karen a married couple give listeners wisdom and unpredictable humor always keeping true to their motto nothing's wrong if it's funny they delve into serious issues about ongoing situations given their own comp- uh, commentary which will always knock you off your feet covering topics such as the me too movement and air force a sergeant's racist rant and daca the couple's interesting outlook leaves listeners pondering after each episode Rod and karen have been featured on the huffington post and the show has constantly been ranked number one comedy podcast on podomatic in a more recent episode black lightning so lit the two episodes the two discussed the opioid crisis a bridge in columbia falling and relating that to america's failing infrastructure which has roads according to karen that have not been maintained in years and america's drinking problem the two are a great team and rise infectious laugh and their combined humor will make uh, you tear up for all the right reasons thank you thank you baby um and then we also had a, a person that heard me on um chris's podcast i was just on um uh, insanity check uh for movie trailer reviews last week um we were on black astronauts by the way uh thursday night so that shows out mm-hmm. i was just on what's the tea so that that'll be coming soon. out soon tuesday i tuesday, believe yep 
uh and man we had a fucking time on there it was so good you guys are gonna y'all it went off the rails in a good way so um anyway uh it's called a thousand true fans is this one it's called carltonmatthews.com and um he wrote about uh he was listening to insane check podcast on the mtr network on the episode the host chris was joined by Rodimus prime and the black of the black guy tips um they were discussing their time podcasting both these guys started in podcasting back in the dark ages they had to learn on the fly and have grown with their platforms over time will make me feel old don't you <laughs> one of the reasons that i consider getting into podcasts is because of rod and his wife say that again uh your he added your twitter handle outside of being consistent and finding your voice my takeaway from the discussion was finding your fan base there's a notion that you can have a mass that you have to have a massive following to be quote unquote successful in podcasting i don't think that chris and rod agree with this assessment they said it was more important to have true fans a true fan is someone who is sold out on your content you do not need tons of these fans in this article a thousand true fans that he links to kevin kelly goes in depth uh and why you need to focus on building a true fan base the below quote is the conclusion from the article you need to go read this if you are uh looking to grow your artist as a creator a thousand true fans is an alternative approach to success other than stardom instead of trying to reach the narrow unlikely peaks of platinum bestseller hits blockbusters and celebrity status you can aim for direct connection with a thousand true fans on your way no matter how many fans you actually succeed in gaining you'll be surrounded by the faddish infatuation but by not by faddish infatuation but by genuine and true appreciation it's a much saner destiny to hope for and you are much more likely to actually arrive there uh just some thoughts for your morning get out there and do something amazing thanks man thank you and i 100 percent agree that is more achievable than trying to do some of the other things like like there's some people who build their platform and they have got to those higher statuses which is fine mm-hmm. but truth be told the average person will never get there but success is defined in various different ways and some people don't define stardom and being famous as success they describe success as a i can do what i enjoy and what i love for a living because i have people around me that actually enjoy my content and will actually donate and and we can do great things it's almost like a family like together type of thing mm-hmm. um because the thing is once you get to a certain i don't know what the magic number is that is a plateau whatever it is uh because of how people view you and people who have a tendency to strip you of your humanity you lose some of the connection with your fan base because you almost have to and uh which which is i understand that purpose but i hope that's something that we never have to do uh but i know that uh what we do is more reasonable for the average person yeah i think also uh it's an interesting point because um a lot of people see success and assume that all of the trappings quote unquote or all the things that come along with it are what you covet right they assume to know you right but i don't like being all up in the videos i don't like being out everywhere i don't like a whole lot of people around me i don't like the idea of taking pictures with people and all this shit is not necessarily something i would covet not saying that i'm anti that but just like the i the general idea of i see you and i go oh there's a famous person i don't like that impulse in people at all i like to know the people around me are genuine i like to know that my friendships are real i like to know that people aren't just here for you know the photo op or whatever and i think it gets blurred and i think that's one of the reasons famous people really go crazy is because it's like 
okay who are supposed to be my friends who are these people and everybody that and it also changes those people that you come up with because people go well just what about the people you come up with listen to all the stories of people with posses and shit where they're like yo this dude used to be he's just my friend hanging out now i try to make him be my driver and then now we're doing drugs and all kinds of crazy shit like it changes everybody on the way up so it's kind of interesting to see uh like there's so many trappings in that chasing fame thing and fame often doesn't come with money anyway no it's a lot of famous people that you know and they are broke right so uh our kind of stratagem or whatever has been to kind of super serve the people that fuck with us is why i don't worry about uh when i hear people go well this podcast is too long or it's too many shows we're you're not in our demo and we're okay with that yeah i'm not mad at you Mm-mm. the same way that there's somebody that listens to uh you pick you pick uh another round someone listens to another round they go they don't do enough podcasts for me you know why why can't they do this every day or whatever you know let you know there's and there's other and people never bring this up but there's other shows that do you know hour or two every day you know mm-hmm. like they'll do but it's different formats like right imagine you know everyday struggle was a a, a show for complex i think it was mainly shown on youtube they're getting hundreds of thousands of views like am i to tell them they don't know what they're doing or right. that there's no market for that there's clearly a market for that people go to work every day sit in their cubicles for eight hours a day sometimes bored as fuck and will like an escape and the like to be entertained and we can provide that in a way that doesn't take away from your work doesn't mm-hmm. get you fired you're not right. trying to look at netflix on your phone and your boss come up mm-hmm. you know so you know we we provide that and that's just our space and obviously other people provide others but the thing that i would say is like we super serve that audience and those are the people that that mess with us right and those are the people that you have to be concerned about because what i realized we live in a society where people that don't really care about what you do in your art and don't really fuck with you or your shit are sometimes the loudest people and you have to learn how to discern and decipher between if if there's somebody that's really concerned about you and your content or they're just somebody that's just loud just for the sake of being loud right so um we also got uh the website we got some comments here and stuff nothing on uh our feedback episode 1605 of wives and girlfriends the poll was do you have the mentality of a wife or a girlfriend and 53 percent of y'all said girlfriend mm. and uh 47 said wife step the game so, up girlfriend i mean level up okay guys you're not leveled up and Mm-mm. that's what the real problem is apparently uh we had episode 1606 gray hairs downstairs don't care <laughs> uh <laughs> we got apparently six. a lot of people can relate to this it was people popping up under woodwork like i was not ready i was not prepared my I, whole honey, life i wasn't ready either they had to give you a manual so i i am glad i'm not the only one going what the fuck is this my life has been a lie right joe says that sterling k brown is a really good is a really a solid guy maybe it's the acting skill but he took that beat before answering the reporter's question but never seemed annoyed or even confused as to why one would ask then he gave a solid answer considering that is not anything uh over which he has any control or jurisdiction i'm betting matt damon wouldn't know how to answer that question yeah the bar is super low but yeah in case you forgot sterling k brown got asked about um 
the b- lack of black coverage for the award show he was at and the fact that the black press is relegated to like a small corner and shit and he gave a pretty solid answer uh, i just like that he didn't get defensive but that's also a very low bar you know and no he really can't do anything i guess he could boycott or some shit but not Why? every i think that's kind of the go-to like suggestion for people but i think people really need to understand uh just suggesting boycott doesn't mean shit without an ask and most people don't even they're just like upset so they want to push that power somewhere that rage somewhere but they haven't fully thought it through but no no it was a good answer and it shined a light on something but correct and and the thing about uh boycotting is that boycotting does serve a purpose don't get me wrong but a lot of people fail to realize even in the civil rights uh era even when Martin Luther King then was boycotting. There was some niggas be like, why y'all boycotting? Like, everybody ain't gonna go with boycotting. You know, people act like that's the end all to everything. You just boycotting. It's just gonna, not, not the boycott can't change things. Yeah. Not the boycott can't, not the boycotting things can't cause things to move and catch people's attention. Yes, you go out to people money, you know, motherfuckers will move. But once you, you, you're asking sometimes individuals in a larger system to make a riffle, when their little riffle isn't going to change the system sometimes it causes people outside of the system to cause the system to change from the inside yeah what i would say is that uh uh i mean it's a complete tangent from what we're talking about but just in general um a boycott is people are too loose with the word boycott correct you're not boycotting you're just not participating in something unless you have an ask and unless it's organized you didn't actually boycott anything like it's like people say oh papa john's had to they lost a bunch of money the boycott worked nobody ever really boycotted them we all just decided collectively like i'm not buying this without talking to each other right there wasn't a call to action like like a lot of like you say when you say boycott are you actually talking about somebody a boycott would say if this ceo steps down we will start buying pizza again and they and they actually what a lot of people don't know about boycotts back in the day they actually would encourage you to go back to those places once your goals were reached right so like what we do now is a lot of like i just don't fuck with that and then we never go back or you know you talk a big game or whatever but there's no ask there's no organization there's no sit down there's no nothing and there's no demands being made so so then we call stuff i'm boycotting the nfl no you're not you're not watching because there's not a thing that they can do that will cause us to come back and no one has organized a movement around it to say here's what we want from the nfl no you just stop watching and that's fine i'm not belittling what you're doing what i'm saying is words mean things and boycott is not the right word when you just stop doing something right or you're boycotting something that you never participated in in the first place that's not a boycott either people talking about i'm boycotting chick-fil-a nigga ain't no chick-fil-a within 15 miles of you what the fuck are you boycotting they wouldn't well, get your money anyway in that case that's um also not a boycott but um is yeah that if so let's say you did organize and you did have an ask but you also had no effective way to like truly hurt their business then that's just an ineffective boycott uh what i'm saying is that in most cases it's not even we shouldn't even be calling this shit boycott Mm -hmm. and not that it's not to to tug the chain of uh the ancestors or anything but it's almost disrespectful to the word it's just not right it's not really what what happened Mm -hmm. you just got mad and you stopped doing a thing that's not the same as i went and got a group of people and said until you do right by me we ain't gonna be up in here right and especially like i ain't calling it a papa john's boycott because when is it over right. what did we get 
nothing he stepped and down and the sales didn't go up what are, we are y'all about? about to start buying papa john's again do no. y'all feel like okay cool lesson learned like i don't think so so i don't know i'm not calling it that anyway Mm-mm. um brooklyn shoe babe says god bless you queen karen for shedding light on the gray pubes epidemic i did not know Mm-mm. when i was around 40 years old my mom was giving me a heart-to-heart talk about how i feels get older but didn't mention anything about graying downstairs i was complaining about my thinning hair my few gray stray grays strand popping up i suffer from male pattern baldness although i'm a female because i have polycystic ovarian syndrome okay. and because everyone in my family male or female all inherited the same bald spot being a balding woman is a whole other issue i, I can yeah, imagine right uh one day i decided to use a mirror for some downstairs maintenance and it was at least 30 percent gray what the fuck i called my mom and started yelling why didn't you tell me why didn't you tell me she laughed and said not to worry because in a few years years they will all fall out and i wouldn't have to worry about shaving or graying (laughs) as my daughter's ages 10 and 17 entering the puberty i tell them everything what to expect about everything i would not let my babies be caught off guard lol smiley face but what is worth uh off the path of the two post 40 year old men i've been with i've never seen gray balls so okay so guys if you ladies if you're wondering what the gray balls look like i don't know i guess y'all grow go gray older i, I don't know i have no idea bemel 73 says i laughed way too hard at that oral b random thought because i was thinking this i'm gonna take your little anal friend here and i'm gonna kill him i'm oral b yes oral b (laughs) (laughs) marcy says sterling k brown is sterling k brown is everything and i want him and his beautiful family to have all the awards and money that is all Mm-hmm. Dia says I may be thinking too hard on this but now that I'm hearing about this partnership Jessica Chastain had with Octavia Spencer I'm starting to wonder if Chastain had to do the cover for the envelope which had all the white actresses on the cover in December Chastain probably had to do that cover because it was part of a studio promotion for Molly's Game Molly's Game was produced by STX Entertainment STX Entertainment has an agreement with Universal uh, Pictures the studio that is producing the Chastain Spencer comedy for five times the salary chastain may have been playing chess instead of checkers due to press for the movie so when i try to secure the bag i can say i'm a good employee fyi i heard jada pinkett smith is also included in this contract yeah I, I don't i mean that's a lot of inner workings and stuff and maybe it's that simple i don't know you know to be honest i for the record i was not as bothered by her being on that cover as a lot of people are but there's a lot of shit that i think on the internet it seems like a big deal for a day or two but in real life we'll forget about it and it's not a big deal but we correct but having social media is like being psychic you can't help us hear other people's thoughts but like jessica chastain was not even close to getting canceled or whatever the fuck and the kind of people that talk like that and were so upset they're gonna be upset about something else tomorrow so you can just wait for them to move on from it but in general um she seems like she's doing a lot of good work and speaking out and stuff and you know to a certain extent people just kind of want to dismantle the entire framework of all white supremacy and they put it on individuals as if each individual can do it by themselves or us yelling at the right individual will fix it and you know i think that's a i think that is a i think it's an approach that i would not find to be effective right it's an approach that i don't agree with because the thing is there are a lot of mad and hurt and angry people out in the world and you know for whatever reason be it their own personal life be it the uh 
what's happening in the country, be it the presidency, be it the laws. A lot of people are mad and angry and frustrated. And for some people, the only way to let this frustration out is on social media and in these big public platforms. So uh, it's because you know these other issues you can't fix overnight and you know these other issues require work and most people are lazy and they don't want to put in the work, the effort, and organization. Everybody looks at everybody else to get out there and do the work. And, and so when people, when everybody looking at everybody else, nothing gets done. And so there's a lot of very frustrated people out there and it's easier for you to criticize the people that are actually out there trying to do something, doing the work because you know, they'll listen to you. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's easier to catch their attention, to harass them, tell them they ain't shit, tell them they should do better, tell them it's more they could be doing when in the long run there's nothing you're doing a lot of times people don't even if you don't want to dedicate time it's some people that have money that won't give money time nothing it's all y'all ain't shit y'all ain't shit y'all ain't shit because they're angry right and the thing is the anger is valid the hurt is valid and the pain is valid don't get me wrong but to attack the people that are actually attempting to do the work that's why I'm like, okay, y'all going a bit too far because y'all attacking an individual person when actually what needs to be fixed is the system, but the system is a larger problem to tackle. Yeah, I mean, even with the whole thing with her, like with people not wanting her to do the cover or whatever, or afterwards getting mad about the cover, I mean, what's she going to come out and say? You know, well, the long game is just the reason we got that money in the first place. There's nothing she could say that's you know? good enough. Right, nothing would be good enough. And some of this shit is legit just um people hate certain types of people for their platforms they hate the you know the privilege they 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 exist with and it's nothing you can do about that shit so you got to live your life in a way that you feel can help you know yourself and other people as much as you can and i think you know we get caught up on some of these little things but in general like jessica chastain is fine everybody that was talking shit has moved on and it's not a big deal right and also um what seeped in a lot of this which a lot of people would never admit it's just some niggas that don't like white people period mm-hmm. like they like fuck all white people there's nothing you can do right by me there's nothing you can say that's good enough there's right. nothing you can do that's good enough and a lot and a lot of that comes from the the state of our country mm-hmm. where they like fuck all y'all niggas i don't trust none of you you ain't no good and a lot of that anger comes across in varying different ways i don't feel like this yes there are white people that are fucked up and out here doing fucked up shit and yes you should be called out on your bullshit but it's one of those things where a lot of a lot of black people are really on that there's nothing a white person that can can do this actually will satisfy me ever mm. yeah i think yeah like there's there's a bunch of shit to it there's trauma there's historical shit i mean there's gonna always be not just like a rivalry but like a um it's gonna always be a fucked up relationship uh between white women and other women and specifically black women so mm-hmm. you know that ain't that ain't going away no time soon so some of that shit was just i saw five white women on the cover fuck everything come on but then when you think about the reasoning for why they're on the cover when you think about what else that could mean and stuff who set that up what i'm supposed to do if i get there you know i like you know it's a lot to it and then also if i'm if we're being completely honest if she would have grandstanded and been like i said i would not be in the picture because there were no black women a lot of people that claim they would have like applauded it would have actually been like man fuck her she's trying to uh grandstand. grandstand did she made it all about her like there's no way to win with certain shit nope, so. so you just no. gotta do your best and let people be mad right so 
a lot of times between a, a rock and a hard place and some in some situations no answer is going to satisfy people yeah uh Amani said shout out to karen doing her best iris west out there out here doing interviews on the scene with the top slime expert in charlotte between that and rod stumbling upon the just for men die job cover up in the porn industry this episode should win a pulitzer for investigative journalism thank, thank you. you baby honey i was trying my best out honey i was on the scene i had a a ball and thank you for the people that listened to the uh first episode of meow mix uh I, hopefully i'll be seeing her next week we'll be getting another episode out that was fun and yeah honey i was i was rest on the scene i'll get better at my reporting uh do you think tyler perry has a secret family was the poll because a woman accused him of being his, her secret husband and having a secret child with her yes 32 percent, 68 percent said no joe said tyler perry does not have a secret family Medea, on the other hand has definitely left some kids and men's in her wake oh lord <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> all right let's go to the next episode hold up wait uh episode 1607 chicken behind the glass where we talked about the grammys and uh, a bunch of stuff um it, it was just a wild episode <laughs> um and uh i'm trying to think we didn't have any guests yeah okay yeah so um yeah chicken behind the glass damn 10 comments i had a lot to say y'all like this one huh uh let me go to the bottom and see what y'all said said that other shit wasn't that important but this right here i got something to say amy says so you go to the store to get some shampoo and it's locked that sends a million little signals that are all negative i hate this the only reason you ever lock things up when you is when you don't have trust but they can't act like it's not personal because they have zero reason to trust any other customer either but they didn't lock everything did they right but when you see that and your kids see it too you think do they think think i am a thief or do they think all of us are thieves not only that they get it out for you and do you pay for it right then no you walk around with it and then what it gives them a reason to watch you like a hawk terrible right terrible it's a trap the next best thing which i know is me coming from a white perspective but ask for them to get it once you are at the counter that way it inconveniences them more than you and also you know they will go get it asap instead of you standing in the aisle at their mercy and their leisure that's a good point it's overwhelming the myriad of ways that this is wrong but standing there waiting for someone to come open that case is degrading and if it takes a long time you would just stand there getting more and more angry by the second i also understand not wanting to make a scene at the counter so basically it's a no win having that case is just very wrong right because honey you let uh rebecca and becky or uh 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 julia have to go up there and have to demand some goddamn suave she'll be showing her ass out i'd also be willing to bet money the loss prevention numbers did not go down right uh but mill 73 says rod it was funny listening you talk about the grammy starting with how you don't watch it because it's not worth it getting angry over the same shit every year year after year after you list as you lifted out all the things you dislike with the grammys you just got angrier and angrier nigga i feel you last year i watched the opening performance because it was a trial call quest this year i realized it was grammys night and i settled to watch the latest episode of star trek discovery at around 9 p.m pacific time and google gave me a news article pop up on my phone with a list of grammy winners i tapped out of that shit a decade ago not least because as jamaican i know the reggae category is going to go to either a white reggae actor whichever marley offspring had a project that year because <laughs> and they don't need public to give those those are like the ones you hear about and and and, and this nomination was given backstage two days ago 
and because the motherfuckers that pick that shit have no clue about the actual music coming from the island now i'm getting mad <laughs> with respect to bruno mars and appropriation i get why people can get mad at him for this or the system that rewards him i mean teddy riley never got no grammy but i still jam to bruno uh how i however am no reliable arbiter of taste because i was bumping snow back in the day even though i didn't understand most of what he was saying damn i know you they must think you a sellout because snow was trying to act like he was a white canadian jamaican and shit and i know jamaican people probably don't fuck with him at all i bet that's my guess though i don't really know lee says laugh my ass off at people now trying to backtrack and say maybe hillary wasn't that bad black people tried to tell you motherfuckers tubin chomsky and anybody who voted for uh uh i guess trump tried to be fair or was indirectly responsible for helping that nazi is complicit in all this trump cough white nationalism i mean presidency black people tried to tell you motherfuckers i love you y'all ride a lee thanks lee thank you baby yeah that you know what they just don't blame black people that's all i'm saying because like look i may have some philosophical differences with the way motherfuckers talk about they vote or not voting or all that but at the end of the day those are just philosophical differences we didn't do this shit. no we did not so you know i'm like i refuse to fucking turn around and start preaching that or hating on black people because um we got stuck with a raw deal Capadonna says with fucking with black people about walmart i give this a hundred frankly this is my everyday life out here in southeast cali and i want to move out of this uh messed out ignorant racist hellscape my wife and i speed through that racist town when we heard uh when we had the palm springs of san diego oh so this this town was in his neck of the woods mm. okay and when my wife worked out there these crackers would cuss her out while she hooked up her was hooking up for benefits uh while she was hooking up for their benefits oh hooking up their benefits okay that's right doing her job while white women were calling her colored just to note paris california is the same town where the creepy ass parents abuse their 13 kids and they were also that story was so white people news i didn't even put it in white people news that story was so white people news come on i'm like uh anyway and they were also the cats protesting little kids at the immigration center outside of san diego child molesting couple next door my word i didn't know motion control lotion and afro scene metal detectors and armed guards at kroger's mm. yeah that's trash that's that's whack as fuck uh KLB says let me tell you how heated i was and still in the first time i experienced the racist ass walmart nap paywall first of all now i know why we got so many comments that article fuck with everybody yeah yeah i don't blame people in that area too right yeah i believe this is a nationwide walmart trend and i'm here for the class action lawsuit i first got slapped in a la location and again in vegas i live two hours north of la in podunk bakersfield and they soon after started it here too all the whitish uh is for free uh for it's a free for all the black hair products the few they even bother to stock right 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 that's something that's the shit they don't talk about they give you this slim ass owl with five products that half of us don't even use no more this bad for our hair most of the good shit you got to get online now most of the good combs you got to get online now you know so it's a purely inconvenience thing and a lot of people actually this is particularly in the small towns this is the only place for you to get hair products the only place and so you got like 
twenty thousand items of shit that most white people don't even use they probably spoil and go past the expiration date and all that shit but yet you give us the the the, the pink oil moisturizer the blue magic a pick and uh, and, and 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 some bees from a baby and you call this the black hair product or you either give us um some some jerry curl stuff uh just for me you know a relaxer you actually don't even satisfy a lot of people to you for natural hair which you don't obviously don't give a fuck about like like that's the shit that pisses me off even at the grocery store is a motherfucking problem and and also not to go on a tangent the biggest issue is that particularly with black women black women spend billions of dollars on their goddamn hair we spend a lot of money on hair products hair accessories hair wraps and it's motherfucking insulting first walmart lock them shit up and they probably not the only chain they're just the biggest ones and then you have to deal let's say you go okay fuck you walmart let's say you are privileged enough to actually can own a vehicle and that can actually travel outside of the places or let's say the hair product up the place for you odds are it's owned by some form of a korean or chinese or something like that and and, and a lot of them not all a lot of them are motherfucking racist to the community that they serve so i gotta deal with walmart locking up my shit and then i got to deal with the people that's probably gonna have my shit watching me over the store you got video cameras on me you got these big ass mirrors around here following me so everywhere i go i'm a goddamn thief and it's very fucking frustrating and all i want to do is take care of my goddamn hair yeah the the thing for me um in addition to everything you just said obviously um is that maybe black women spend billions of dollars on their hair because it's all locked up so y'all have to spend the money if we didn't lock it up i mean y'all be spending like 10 16 dollars maybe at the most because y'all just take it all obviously and run out the store because y'all a bunch of damn thieves karen i saw a movie called den of thieves it was about 50 cent robbing some people and you know what it was probably inspired by black women robbing their hair products so just saying you you never know uh (laughs) but nah it's crazy because you know what other demographic spends billions of dollars on something and doesn't get respected don't get you know what i I I do i do not under and it's not just them go to uh one of these asian beauty stores they lock all their shit up watch you like a hog treat you like shit yeah right and and so if you're at a place where you are financially stable enough, what people talk about to have access to the internet, internet should be a, a, a right, but it's a privilege in our country. So let's say you have access to the internet. Then you have to order the shit online. You have to have it sent to your house. So you, so for some people, they can't go around the system. But if you're in a place where you cannot go around the system, you have to deal with this shit. I mean, how many black women are becoming rich or self-sufficient off of being beauty bloggers? and all that stuff because you do have to go around other people and stores and brands don't really stock up or pay attention there's a lot of people we know that make like homemade beauty creams and shit and you can order it online and they have their own stores and that's all possible because white spaces refuse to accommodate black people and black women specifically in their hair so right and they making people millionaires yes they are and and the thing about these entrepreneurs one thing i can't say about black women they go oh you're not serving me i'm gonna fill this hole myself mm-hmm. it happens across the board that's why a lot of black women are very highly educated because they get these degrees and they take these degrees and they turn around they start their own businesses they get their family and friends hooked up they actually actually help brothers out there who 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 as a totality probably don't give a fuck about a lot of us but we still reach out and help y'all you know come on up too because we care about the community as a whole and is is very um frustrating to see 
uh people with all this education and shit get disrespected because the thing about black women black women get tired they get tired of constantly getting disrespected constantly saying their money not worth anything constantly getting under overlooked constantly getting overserved. and we serve our markets and a lot of times what they do and what they don't tell you what they do a lot of times they see the shit we doing and they mimic it and then put it in their shelves a lot of times and we actually you mass produce something that wasn't even your idea um yep back to the email uh okay uh yeah they put the black hair hair products with makeup razors etc they have a cashier blocking the section so you have to pay for those items right there then you still got to deal with the dumbass cattle line for your tp and patty pies uh damn them they they do got the echo styler for the cheap but i just go ahead and pay sally's that extra two dollar sanity upcharge because i prefer my rates retail racism old school with an unappreciated personal shopper shadow shout out shout out to that sister who was not here for that bs kudos love y'all right and like i said we didn't talk about overpriced ass sally's a lot of people just go to sally's they're like i'm tired of both of these so i'll just go to salads but the thing is salads is expensive as fuck and you're gonna spend 15 to 20 percent more and you're still gonna deal with some racism because you know depend on the salads worker you know if you got a lazy one they'll sit up front be like you need help and they just ignore you but then you got the ones that will follow your ass around now too thanks KLB. michelle says i haven't seen that at my local walmart but i'll check next time i go in case something has changed maybe it's a california thing well also i think if you live in a um if you live in a city that's probably majority black like in charlotte i don't know that we would have this you know i I mean i I don't know for a fact i'm sure if i went to enough stores i'd find something somewhere but in general i don't know that like i've never noticed it either uh but i know that you know so many black it would just be so fucking inefficient i don't know how the fuck they would have a hair supply air like area that locked up the black shit like you would need like a special person that only opened up the shit for hair because that's how many black people is here right and then you're not gonna do that bullshit and that's the thing you like they don't want the like somebody said they don't want the inconvenience so unless you're gonna have somebody standing by there watching it 24 7 why the fuck are we locking up this shit like 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 you said it's insufficient it doesn't make any sense and like you said charlotte is so black motherfuckers would be in the aisle cutting a motherfucking fool here in charlotte Koki negra says i may have an unpopular opinion i've always watched the grammys and i always will i was brought up in the family of musicians played in the orchestra sang for decades in choirs and music is in my soul no the grammys do not always represent the best they but and they do short many artists of color but there's something about seeing artists rewarded by their peers so when kendrick does win it's like when one of us succeeds in any other field he works super hard for it also i like many forms of music and i'm anxious to see what's new to see uh lim and well miranda cc winings childish gambino and ruben blaze still waiting for him to sing on fear Fear the walking dead uh win so i can be happy for what it's worth bruno mars is a dynamic performer former that music was everywhere even my old ass knows it and i'm not mad he won it's not like he's pat boom but if you think you're mad now imagine what it was like when there was no rap hip-hop categories and none of us ever won urban contemporary awards we've come a long way uh one you're absolutely right that the progress that has been made kind of gets short shrift correct uh it has been a lot of progress in a relatively short period of time um for the grammys in my opinion doesn't mean they can't do better doesn't mean they're not supposed to do better 
also the grammys aren't what i think we're seeing now is the collective feelings of a lot of black people that we have and these are our social moments um on social media where we're all watching something and having our feelings and as much as i don't get offended by people who are celebrating the grammys i also to be honest don't really get offended at the people who are admonishing it or saying like i just don't have a lot of attachment to other people's opinions when it comes to music right i think that's that's healthy for me i don't know if it's healthy for everybody but it's definitely healthy for me like okay this thing happened you didn't like it that's cool i think the grammys one of the reasons people watch it is an expensive production people bring their a game when they perform there and they are accommodated in many ways um it's a lot of prestige it's been going on for a long time there's a lot of reasons to watch it um just for entertainment's sake and not like i said with social media now you're just watching it because everybody else is watching it correct so so like there's a lot of stuff i think if you can kind of filter out the noise of social media and whatnot um and if you truly enjoy it it might be even be a thing you would people would watch without social media yeah but you know for me i've never been that kind of person to watch something like that so i can't really i don't think your opinion is unpopular i feel like mine is more unpopular than yours because i'm the one who's like i've never i don't think i've ever sat down and watched the grammys ever in my life not the entirety no you know what i mean and and not because i felt like the black man ain't but just literally like i'm not interested in that i've never i don't think i've ever watched an oscars you know it's just not interesting to me not you in know? this entirety no like i got watched bits and pieces like i'm not flipping the channel or something like that but i know for some people this is very traditional like this is something mm-hmm. that you've always done like it's a family event so i can completely understand that well i think also i'm a bit of an egomaniac when it comes to my artistic opinion i don't really need anyone's validation for how i feel you know and i try not to engage people not because i'm so fucking like i'm better than you and you don't know it but because stuff does affect me people do talk in hyperbole people normally don't know how to talk to each other about these things Mm-mm. and i find myself getting emotional and i don't want to get emotional about uh, something that i love and i don't want to spend all day feeling like you know i listen to this beyonce album and the first thing you tell me is it's trash and then you want to have a debate about it like i'd rather just not like you can think it's trash without informing me and without questioning my taste and shit like you know let's just leave it at that sometimes i jam the shit and i like talking to people that jam to it as well but i don't i don't like yucking people's yum you know i don't you i mean y'all been listening to these shows for so long i y'all really don't hear me come out and be like so-and-so's whack or i can't understand how this dude is popular and hip-hop these days is all i'm just not that kind of person if it's not fun then i'm out anyway and if i'm out how can i talk shit about you i didn't even listen to your thing i don't even fuck with it like the uh it's very not that it doesn't happen but it's very rare that i find an artist that i'm like i don't enjoy them but i'm gonna find but somehow keep listening to them so i can complain you know like i I, man i'm trying i think drake might have been the last artist that i was like frustrated with but i haven't listened to drake's albums in three or four years i mean shit i don't know how many it's It's been been a a long time for me but you know i was like oh he's not gonna be the artist i thought he's gonna be and i moved on right but when i see him i don't be like that whack-ass nigga you know Mm -mm. no because that's the thing it's people that enjoy all artists and i you know 
regardless of how you personally feel or if you enjoy them and i i am the type of person where i let people enjoy their shit just like and i and i want that to be reciprocated let me enjoy my shit and we can be cool yeah so i don't know man i like but i feel you though because i think lost in the shuffle is that your a lot of people watch those shows for tradition mm-hmm. and i think it's so and it's probably just our circle of the internet but it's a bit unfair because we end up seeing a lot of people basically shit on the idea of watching it we always jump to these like why y'all don't watch the pet awards y'all care so much and these artists need to be going to and i'm like i can we not does everything gotta be fucking like through the lens of like wokeness like can we just be like listen this is a jury of their peers almost this is a fun time that you can expose your music to a bunch of people that might not have heard of you all year correct and we can just leave it at that like you don't have to actually question someone's blackness if they enjoy the grammys or don't enjoy it Mm-mm. anyway it's kko says i live in north las vegas and my mom came home mad one day about the black hair products at walmart being locked up she even had the rubber band said the rubber bands were locked up damn mm-hmm, right because they look, looking at that picture that you show they do the whole section which means the combs the hair barrettes the shampoo the shea butter like little knickknacks like hair headbands like everything uh dia says on the grammy awards fans of rap and r&b are not the only ones who have complaints about the grammys fans of rock complain there was only one rock band that performed fans of gospel say they never show gospel acts fans of classical music complain that they are not represented people take music very personally because it has been with them through the good and the bad that's a good point i didn't think about that but i also think it's sad when award shows are becoming less about celebrating your accomplishments and mean about putting yourself i mean and more about putting yourself down to acknowledge who vocal fans wanted to win for example alicia cara should not have felt compelled to write a social media post basically apologizing for achieving a milestone in her career i think it's the part of me that wants everyone to enjoy a win in life yeah this this it is the part of me that wants everyone to enjoy a win yeah you know what man like that yeah that's just where we're at and i don't know that it's fair necessarily but just know that these people have always existed but now artists are aware of them because of social media correct if you choose to have a relationship with your fans and uh, be on social media you're gonna hear a bunch of haters and people that don't fuck with you and you know to a certain extent like we're all we all have these these people like you pick your thing like lord knows there's actors and actresses and i'm just like this motherfucker so like everybody got a thing and if i saw that motherfucker win an award i i mean i wouldn't go on their social media and talk shit but mm-hmm. you know i would definitely feel a way like this nigga won like how the fuck did you beat this nigga who's better than you so i i definitely think um we all fall prey to that shit yes um but now you can't really be above it unless you're off of social media and away from people and don't read magazines or the internet and that's a lot to ask of any human being so i feel bad yeah, that there are people out there but you know for the majority of us we're on the internet yeah i feel bad that they feel bad that they you know end up seeing that shit and i think more of us should probably think about our words and think about how it affects people because um they are human and the you know the shit that we say about people is that they're immutable objects or feelingless beings is you know in many cases to try to prove how many in many cases we try to prove how emotionally hurt we are by then turning around and emotionally hurting or trying to damage someone else and a lot of times these famous people and 
uh are, are considered to be avatars that we can hurl our hatred at right and and that that ain't exactly living up to any of the values that people claim to expose to a spouse so no a lot of times people treat celebrities as teams you know like 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 mm. this is my team like you said the avatar thing this is my team that's my team i fuck with this person i don't right. fuck with this person versus i don't give a fuck who you like i don't care nothing about your teams you know and the thing is like i said before these people are human beings and people i will go back to this people strip people of their humanity they they think that i don't know what the magic gold magic number whatever it is and then you know you do have some celebrities they don't fuck with the with not that they don't fuck with the internet but they they are like look all my shit going through somebody else i need to focus on my craft and then those people are criticized for just that disconnect from everybody but to an extent i understand that some people do it for their own sanity but if they're criticized for it they'll never know right so i I mean that seems kind of smart to me eve says walmart might as well just lock up the seasons as well because ethnic people seem to be the only ones who use them ha come on (laughs) the paprika locked up now this is racist um all right uh the poll was are you mad bruno won them grammys nah he good with me i don't really care or yeah i'm mad as hell um yeah i'm mad as hell three percent so not a lot of people which i didn't think it was a lot of people like i said it's that fucking hyperbole of the internet because it became it was a few black people talking that shit and then a bunch of black people disagreeing and by the end of the night it seems as if there's like two legitimate groups of black people fighting about that shit and i would think if you took a fucking poll the vast majority of black people felt from were somewhere between good for him or uh i don't care right anyway 53 percent said nah he's good with me i ain't mad he won them grammys and 44 percent of y'all said y'all don't really care uh rockstar says i can't hate on bruno mars why you might ask because t-pain ended up getting writing credit for a lot of those songs if not all of them i fucks with t-pain and i'm happy he's still getting his money so if bruno has to win something in order for t-pain to get some shine i'm all for it y'all should have album start selling again after winning mm-hmm. kiara colon torres says or maybe it's cologne uh anyway uh kiara says i'm not mad at bruno but i'm mad that cardi b went home empty-handed well i realize that her star is just now beginning to shine and hopes that she continues to shine but i was really hoping that she got the recognition that she has earned over the last year bodak yellow took over every radio station there was and while she had hits that were not my personal forte i know that she worked hard to get spun on the radio i hope she continues to win same here's the thing i'll say about cardi um one uh even with it just being this year it's a super it's a super lot of pressure to win yeah because cardi could be one and done we don't know what the future holds for her and fucking with offset she might get canceled i don't know what the rules are but uh <laughs> but uh more important than even that though um i don't know what category she won and lost in like i said i didn't watch it um uh, but it does mean a lot that she was there right like cardi's got a super bowl commercial coming up tomorrow cardi um was uh in bruno on bruno's track like yeah, i heard they touring getting ready to do a tour yeah like cardi's star is rising and sometimes just being in the room is the come up right like, that, like to me if if i were gonna if i was pro grammys right i watch the grammys every year if i was one of those people the argument i would make is not even one about like tradition or 
i just want to support my nah i would be like every last one of those people is on a stage where more fans see them than any other stage they would be able to get on other than the super bowl halftime correct they're gonna get exposed to a lot of people who may or may not have even heard their album or bought it or went to a concert and now they have five minutes to sell the country on what they do that's the only argument so if you're rooting for these black people and stuff it's dope that childish gambino is performing at there even though he didn't even tour this album because it says there's a bunch of people in the in the country now that go oh donald glover also sings and okay well, right you know because these people might not be aware of every genre the same way that we it's fun to mock it and make fun but if there was a country song and it turned out to be fucking jamming uh, it might be add to my spotify or my title rotation because i'm like oh shit what is this come on like i'm not a country fan but i rock with a beyonce's daddy lessons but it's a chance to sell is what i'm saying correct so, that would be the argument i would make and, and cardi got her chance her personality the way she was dressed the the performance she was up there doing a little bit of everything and it's smart uh all right we had episode uh 1608 black twitter P, uh csi um let's see we got four comments trey says hey hell yeah i'm down with black twitter csi all day every day hey Ryder karen what brand new mixer did you guys get you guys did you guys did sound better just fyi much love trey swin do uh it's just a lessons uh usb uh multi-mix uh mixer with eight channels uh it's just an upgrade from the old one we had same mm-hmm. model but newer right um so it sounds a little crisper uh brooklyn shoebay says i'm here for the black twitter csi i don't know why tbgwt and your squad like jl justin ray side etc don't have production deals already i got five on it thank you come on Jawan says 2018 tipping nomination for segment of the year black twitter csi i almost passed out from laughing so hard thank you man thank you uh eve says i would binge watch black twitter csi even though i know how it would end every week after the person is exposed to shitty for the post a shitty apology and will say that's not who i am i'm not racist i have a black friend this show should should have a spinoff called finding the black friend but the funny part <laughs> would be it will always be the same guy yeah that would be hilarious the poll was would you watch a tv show based off black twitter csi uh i absolutely would by the way and 96 percent of the audience said yes mm-hmm. ava call us let's do this let's do this jordan peele what you up to focus said no i don't know who those coons are but get the hell up out of my mentions uh dr dostack says i love to watch a show about black twitter csi and it's eventual spinoff about black twitter csi aka lipstick lipstick alley oh yes man. that's that's a whole that's a whole nother thing and it's you know csi have about 45 spinoffs hold on i messed up not black twitter csi he said lipstick alley would be black twitter cia ah yes listen them niggas they are know. cia they're not csi honey they we'll find i got the papers listen i'm so scared of the lipstick alley they fuck around they know shit about you you ain't know yet right like girl and did you know he got a baby mama I'm like i do <laughs> right nobody told my black ass that three weeks later it's mm-hmm. popping on the news she'll be like oh shit I, mm-hmm. I, how did i end up here looking crazy on tmz yeah girl you know he got high blood pressure mm-hmm uh <laughs> i even know what medication he taking and i know the exact number of his pr- uh, pressure okay listen there ain't nothing but your friends telling on you come on uh uh yeah brooklyn shoebay says hell yes i want the old grizzled black twitter user and the young upstart black twitter user bumping heads on how to take people down 
dr dostax what about the spinoff of black twitter cia aka bossip oh that's a good one too that's a good one too rockstar says great episode as usual i will fuck with black twitter csi the theme song could be rick james mary jane instead of the hook being mary jane it could be black twitter uh in the same tone i i i i need a two-part episode where the team couldn't find the races in the first hour so we catch the races next week the lieutenant from the y could be the team commander listen listen don't give me no ideas uh we get you know he's on corporate too yeah, that show is so goddamn good lance reddick is a is a fucking uh he's a gem he's a treasure uh i need the one member of the team that just can't get right you have to have an episode where the races get away or the team knows they had the right races but can't quite prove it <laughs> <laughs> yes uh i need that episode we're all we're we're one of the age where one of the agents finds out that his or her love is behind this week's racism <laughs> how does the agent respond do they give their partner up or do they try to aid and abet their partner yes how about a season finale cliffhanger where an agent is being blackmailed by a racist CSI. <laughs> yo is what if you got a mole in the C- black twitter csi they covering up racism csi is usually contained to a large city do we have to make regional offices expand through different regions every couple of episodes i could go on and on uh I, what, I, what, what happened if they have somebody that's uh uh, have a black avatar and uh pretending but they're actually white they made them like but but, but you white that'll be early that'll be like episode one or two with the with the fake russian black people bots mm-hmm. like they'll be looking at his slang and stuff like now what does he mean it's all cools in the hood we need to send somebody out to find out what's going on they be in russia and shit come on uh, i can go on and on i got episodes ideas on deck which congressman do we need to write to get this show greenlit thank you rockstar uh i'm glad people enjoyed that um you know and that's and, and it really means a lot to me too because that's like an episode was just me and karen riffing mm-hmm. so it was it was, it was just just fucking around uh last we had episode 1609 the long way we had the crew from the comedy outliers podcast on and it was uh it was funny man it was uh miko says i thought it was pretty funny when you asked mike and brandon if they knew rose was in it on get out uh was in on it and get out and one of them said it was mike he said yes after watching it i realized she was <laughs> yeah i cracked up because this joke was able to ride we also realized she was in on it after watching basically his answer was no i didn't know she was in on the lol i just thought that was funny well that's what they do mike and brandon are hilarious dudes mm-hmm. the poll was with a ban on hip-hop work in china yes this will kill it or no it will just make it spread 88 percent of y'all think it'll make it spread and 12 percent think this is actually gonna be the death knell of hip-hop in uh china so their love of hip-hop goes super 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 deep mm-hmm. like you talking about like generations and decades like as long as hip-hop has been around it's been around there too so it's gonna be interesting so you basically got like us you have uh, adults that have been raised in and children that have been raised in this culture a lot of hip-hop acts from america go over there and actually make more money over over there than they do here in the states yeah and i mean i've always loved that chinese people and black people kind of had an appreciation of each other's culture mm-hmm. um and i don't know the rules on appropriation and shit and i legitimately don't give a fuck or want to talk about it but um like i love that we have like a wu-tang clan you know right and uh i love that you know they can inspire people to do hip-hop and 
and stuff like that like i feel no ill will towards those folks mm-hmm. and uh it sucks that their government is shutting that shit down so. right uh all right um we had one voicemail uh let me play i think we got it on tuesday um and it's the only one we got by the way hi rod hi karen this is johnny i'm calling from atlanta and i just want to say i love the show you guys are so inspiring and i wanted to thank both of you guys because you really helped me to be more assertive especially when it comes to work i work with a bunch of mediocre white people and there's only two of us that are people of color and it is so hard to work with them but i went to my boss and asked for a raise and i got it and i just want to say thank you guys for the courage and inspiration so thanks for all you do bye oh man that's so dope go get that money you know what i mean like yo i love it i fucking love it man Mm -hmm. i especially love that you were able to get it but listen you won the victory when you fucking ask because so many of us don't ask are just we're just trained to not even ask for our value you know what i mean i worked at a place where i was underpaid for several years without knowing it never crossed my mind to know and they gave me a increase at one point because it was like well you know you underpaid and we figured we did some auditing and we've been hiring people and you know mm-hmm. we've been hiring them at a higher salary than, than yours and you've been here longer so we're gonna bump you up uh and it was like thousands of dollars like i had been missing that probably for years and it was i just it just never occurred to me because i the line that i have been fed and that i've been taught my whole life uh and i'm sure out of protection not out of like some sort of animosity but mm-hmm. it was get a good job go to college you'll be happy you'll yeah, just no. stay but for, for for black kids it's stay out of prison stay out of uh don't don't stay out of gangs stay out of crime uh don't you know don't end up dead don't end up with hiv don't end up and it's a lot of like don't 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 but it's very little do 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 right um and especially very little like don't let these motherfuckers not give you what you earn it's kind of like just be happy you got a good government job or something like that and so um it's dope to hear that you know uh whether it's our show or not like it's great to hear that you were inspired to like go in there and get your coins right and in a lot of a lot of black households the niggas they'd be like do 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 a lot of other niggas look at them like something's wrong with them when they tell people go get your money request and they be like what the fuck is wrong no 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 you know it's, it's almost like a clash of cultures mm-hmm. because there's a lot of black people that will tell other black people dog these are the stuff this is what you do to make that money mm-hmm. and i understand the self-protection mode but it's very hard when you don't know and for a lot of people you're the first or second generation to actually get into corporate america and i would continue to say this corporate america was not never designed for black people so we don't know a brown people period we don't know the roles we don't know the culture it is a completely fucking different language that you got to learn so unless you have somebody that can help you navigate this different language this different culture this different group of people it's very hard to understand even in that culture the do's and the don'ts yeah and it's scary yes it is and it's stressful right you know like i it's funny you always hear like buying a home buying a car childbirth like the most stressful events in life but probably just because we don't do it often and because american workers are basically taught to just be thankful you even got a fucking job right um i bet asking for a raise has got to be in the top five scariest things that people do 
particularly minority people but you know it's one of those things where some group of people you have mediocre ass people asking for a raise and they don't even deserve it and they'll get it so why why, why can't i get it when i know i'm outworking them mm-hmm. i like it i love it me too baby make your money you went in there and fucking demanded your shit and got it that's nothing more beautiful than that nothing a love story me and my coins come um, on leonardo writes in hello guys hey rod i think the term you may be seeking to describe these people might be fundamentalist i think he's talking about the christians who uh were like uh i don't know like i guess he's talking about those christians that uh god the mega church dude that was a rapist basically and they hated this shit and all that they are the ones that adhere to certain strict practices that have been passed down to them but it be it through religion or just general stuff thought out thought to us by society um these are the people that always take things too far and do not want to adjust beliefs and practices based on modern day learnings i believe these can be hoteps islamic people and with the bombs or amish people they exist in all facets of life one of the my favorite comedians george carlin had a joke about people like this and a part of the joke goes in on these white people out in our arming themselves for the race war and shit like that he, uh the messed up part about it is that the joke is about airport security and it's from 1999 literally nothing has changed um i live in pa and the county uh i grew up in went to trump last election and i know that it's because a lot of brown and black people have been relocating into our area a lot of people um that got priced out of living in new york moved to our area and all of a sudden people say the neighborhood is bad but it wasn't when you could count the blacks on one hand the dude that was throwing sperm is like two towns over so i guess they might be right about the area going down the drain but that sperm wasn't going down the drain like Chappelle, i knew clinton was going to take a l when i was at the polls and saw all them dusty boots and pickups sorry for being so long-winded love you guys love thanks man mm-hmm. and uh yeah I, the only reason i say i i wouldn't say fundamentalist is the word i'm looking for is because hotel ain't a religion Mm-mm. um but i guess you can make the argument well you no, mm-hmm. you really couldn't make the argument mm-hmm. yeah there's a regular there's a lot of normal ass christians that wouldn't consider themselves fundamentalists that feel right. the same way and but more importantly um like i said i just like when people speak up from within the demographic correct like to see that christian author call out that christian pastor and call out people for being voting for trump yes more please that that is dope like and that's and like that's you know like that's the difference to me between like the hotel shit is the hotel niggas one they normally don't really um as of yet really get out in the streets and do shit to mm. people or anything mm-hmm. not that i want them to but you know a lot of it is youtube and and like lecture room centric but not actual like On real works that we mm-hmm. can turn around and be like thank god for these hotels they saved this that or the other right but um more importantly man i like the diversity of opinion so that when someone says something fucked up you got people checking them like hey no now i'm a christian and this is wrong you're using this scripture wrong this is wrong i think you need that because if everybody's quiet or everyone goes along with it then don't say anything when i'm going well it seems like a lot of y'all believe this shit you know it's like not me well no one's saying not me except you anyway latoya wrote in that she sent us a gift and it was some shirts uh it was some black panther shirts mm-hmm. um and thank you very much we appreciate it um we do and uh let me think what uh, oh we got one more kiara writes in um 
uh, it says feedback and it said for pregame 129 general appreciation uh but i forgot to read it on the pregame first and foremost thank you rod and karen for bringing and plus uh i when i read it it seemed like it was more for me and you okay uh first and foremost thank you rod and karen for bringing great content to premium members your effort does not go unnoticed as the quality of the programming is on point and i i'm enjoying going back through the years to listen to the episodes i'm not even sure if you read the feedback from old shows but i have, have to tell you something about pregame 129 growth it has really helped me appreciate keeping my podcast black the fact that i've never even heard of loose dog uh, i had to look back for at the episode description to figure out who it was because he's easily forgettable is a blessing from the gods itself jesus muhammad buddha hindu gods gods of egypt minus the old white man all of them i'm glad that you and justin are entertaining because your voiceovers of his 15 minutes of the blackout tip fame is literally the only reason i was able to get through his podcast last show whatever he wants to claim that mess ass i'm glad that you both are big enough to wish him success but i'm well i am i don't think justin is but i'm just saying the north remembers and if i never hear another skit from that man again it'll be too soon honestly that episode reminded me that all the podcasts all podcasts aren't black centric or minority supported i just live in my own little world of blackness and i love it you and karen are cousins in my head and i listen to at least one of your episodes once a day but besides tvgwt enterprise there are a plethora of black podcasts that are motivated and inform, informed to entertain me so much so that i forget mediocrity medi, medi, uh, mediocrity is abundant and i just listen to the talented creators uh thank you so much rod and karen for you're both doing a great job thank you thank you trying. i just appreciate the talent and professionalism so much if any non-premium listeners are uh listening um uh if you thought about it for more than 10 minutes just go ahead and sign up and you will not be disappointed karen you are a fave and rod you are the best and it was hashtag fave hashtag best thank you side note i live in south carolina with my husband and tyler so i feel like you should do a meet and greet or like a dinner or something just think about it oh man that Ooh, not not right now maybe at some point but right now i'm chilling on that just think about it we don't need an answer at the moment uh i'm just saying shoot me an email with a date and a time and we will be there <laughs> yeah right <laughs> now i can say uh like i said we're chilling nothing is impossible right but right now we're like we got we're, we're trying to do some other things right now right uh sorry for the long email no need to apologize you both just need to know how great you truly are oh thank you thank also you. don't talk about don't talk bad about me if i messed up a few words hello i wouldn't oh, no. know i wouldn't know Mm-mm. listen i reserve my pettiness on typos and errors for people that talk shit to me if if you're not talking shit i will read your email and fix whatever i can on the fly as i'm reading it that's how i do you know like because nobody's perfect right but if you write in with some long ass fucking rant about how you don't fuck with us or our opinions are stupid or so, then yes i'm gonna make sure that people know you use the wrong there when you talked about us you know what i mean but nah everybody else is good everybody good uh miss ct thank you kiara and um the other thing i was gonna say um yeah with that loose style thing man like i i think if you look if you're premium then you you've heard it already but uh in general man i just try not to hold on to grudges like that Mm-mm. there's been a lot of things that have happened with us via the show that i know a lot of people would feel like are either unforgivable or our fans would feel mm-hmm. more harshly about it than i do correct but that is not my modus operandi that is not how i feel comfortable and that is not how i want to navigate the earth so if that dude grew from that moment and he learned some things and he's doing better 
i sincerely wish that dude the best of luck same I, when he wrote his apology to me via email i told him like i don't have any hard feelings about Mm-mm. it like i said what i had to say because you said what you said to us and, and i needed you to understand we are not the one but we can absolutely be the one you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we like i understand like i want to create i want to continue to be fun and, and feed that spirit within us but i'm not going to um let someone be a distraction or let someone you know sully our name without at least commenting on it you know correct but in general like soon as he said he apologized i was good but that you know i understand that that's that's something that especially in today's day and age and people's natural temperament is i hope i got some receipts on you i hope i'm gonna hold this over your head i don't forgive i never forgive and some people pride themselves on that and you know i used to think people were kind of making that up because i was like how the fuck do me you too live? but you know the, the more people i meet the more i just see like how many hurt and broken right. fragile people there are that are like pushing everyone because away pain, from themselves because right. they so hurt correct and they can't help like they this is their protection method of i don't give right. second chances i don't talk to people and i'm not like that like i have like i said good good for him and that's dope that he grew from that and um you know it sucks to go through that whole process but i'm happy that he um did you know moved on and found what made him happy in life because talking bad about us on a podcast was not um it was a symptom not a um it was not the the sickness you know what i mean correct and it's also one of those things where as people have heard us over the years we have grown i don't rather if people realize it or not we have grown there are situations that we've handled in the past that those same situations and some of them have popped up again we handle the situations completely and totally different you know people respond differently when they're secure Mm-hmm. people respond differently when uh they know that their work is valid mm-hmm. you know and they're not questioning themselves and who they are and what they represent people have a tendency to respond differently and it's one of those things to where um just like the audience has grown and the audience has been with us we have grown too and like you said there's some things that that have happened and some of our fans are still like i have just cut them off fuck them you mm-hmm. know and you have the right to feel that way uh but we also have the right to go everything is cool now you know because when it comes to forgiveness everybody has their different lines on where they feel and no you're not required to forgive anybody for anything um but i know that the way we operate we don't like to have animosity between us and and people right you know because the thing is 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 almost counterproductive of our brand and who we really are as individual people right it's just not yeah it's not how i am so i know but i know that's the thing on the internet and like i said i used to didn't believe people but you know you see people and how they act you're like oh you're definitely one of those people that it's like a reality tv show for you how you live your life you know and i'm more like nah that's you know at least in my life i have friends that fuck up i fuck up i you know the same way that i would hope to be able to resolve grievances where i fuck up i would love i'm going to always extend that same invitation towards people um that have wronged me correct uh, you know as long as it's not some abusive shit or some cyclical shit because players fuck up and i'm not you know like this ain't you know social media where you just delete the post or whatever like this is real life the damage we do to each other is real yes it will and if you have no conflict resolution if you have no um 
closure or any of that stuff like people withhold those things almost uh uh from people because they get a little bit of power it's like a little bit of power because that's a it's a relatively small amount of power to withhold closure or withhold forgiveness or whatever but it does but it is power to a certain extent and i think it says a lot about us that we're quick to cut off long but very hard to uh to 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 forgive or to extend grace and i try to not just talk that shit i try to live that shit so that you know there's people that uh you know as i like i, I try to live that that life so like yeah with loose dot like this whole thing made me think about when i got this email it made me think about that how i handle it how i would handle it if i did happen now right and all that shit because i was like you know what it's i don't want to be the person that handles shit the same way and i'm fucking you know 40 years old still doing shit the way that i would when i was 20 like nah i've grown i'm not that person anymore so right and we've also as you get older if you grow and you learn and particularly as your platform grows you'll learn that a lot of people aren't sincere when they say that they want you to get along and shit like that a lot of people live for the drama a lot of people are there for for, for that interaction and in the images. manner right you know like it, yeah it's a lot of shit but at any rate that like i know there's shit where i'm just like yep i fucked that up and i've apologized on the show before and right. stuff like that and you know whether or not someone forgives you is not really the point of apologizing no it's not and whether or not um you can move on like apologize really more about you moving on and they don't have to accept it no one's under any burden to listen to you any of that shit Mm -mm. but i can only speak for myself and i do try to grant people an audience when they've crossed me just so we can because maybe we can sometimes i'm not saying all the time but sometimes you can salvage something out of that and uh you know and i do value those relationships so i do too all right we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for listening to us live here uh all the chat room people yes um but yeah we'll be back tomorrow uh before super bowl and uh like i said be on the lookout for what's the t black astronauts podcast media movie trailer reviews um and all that stuff all right guys until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.